Alright, welcome back to episode 3 of Pigskin Talk Podcast uh, with Devin and myself, Tristan. Uh, today, we're just going to give a preview of week 10 in the NFL. And starting off, we're just going to talk about some news and some things surrounding this week in the NFL. So first thing we're going to start off with today, in uh, the Twitter world, everything went crazy because they were talking about OBJ and his decision to go to the Rams. Uh, they signed him on a one-year deal. And he's going to be joining the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, As you know, uh, he left the Browns. Things weren't doing so good there. But he decided to take his uh, chance in free agency and ended up ultimately signing with the Rams. So what are your initial thoughts on this? Well, we've talked every episode basically about how the Rams have a bunch of star power. And this makes it even more uh, players who are going to be able to catch the ball, run the ball, play good defense. I think the Rams are now... Obviously, before they were too, but I think they're front line, front runners for the Super Bowl. Uh, OBJ said he wanted to leave the Browns because he wasn't getting enough targets, but then he goes to the Rams, which he would be wide receiver probably three or four. I think if he actually wanted more targets, he shouldn't have gone there, but I think he is ring chasing, as we talked about earlier. What about you? Uh, yeah, I agree. I think that... There also could be, I think, some stuff that behind the scenes OBJ was not working out with the Browns. But I think that it's going to be interesting seeing him with the Rams. I think personally that this is going to be uh, the best quarterback OBJ has played with. I know he started out with Eli Manning, and Eli Manning is probably a future Hall of Famer. Uh, But I think when he went with the Giants, Eli was kind of on the back end of his career, and he wasn't producing like he was before. They were not a playoff team. Uh, he's never been on a team contending for the Super Bowl. So I think he wants to at least get that experience. But just as you said, I don't. he's not going to be have that many targets, I don't think. Uh, at least I, I'm not sure how that he's going to work into the offense. Uh, potentially he's going to be getting a lot, of, taking some targets away from guys like Cup and Woods, which uh, obviously that's bad news for fantasy owners. But I think that, you know, he had, Brings another weapon to that offense. You know, they also got Tyler Higby, who's a great tight end. And they have a, a solid running game with uh, Henderson. But I think that, you know, he could work out good with the Rams. But another team that he was trying to go to was uh, the Packers, potentially. And I think he would have been a better fit there. Just because he would have been their solo, probably, wide receiver, too. He would have got a lot more. Um, he would have got a lot more chances and receptions. Uh, especially with a great quarterback like Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I agree. I think I think the Packers would have been ultimately a better uh, destination for him personally, especially if he wants targets. That would have been a lot uh, better place to go for him. Yeah, and obviously it's only a one-year deal, so potentially he could be going on to another team. But I think also that it might hurt him that he's going to a team like this on a one-year deal is it might hurt his chances at getting a big contract after this because mm-hmm. he might not get very much production and show teams that he's not – who he was with the Giants, at least. Yeah. Uh, but moving on, next we got uh, some other breaking news that popped up today was free agent Cam Newton signed back with his former team, the Carolina Panthers. Obviously, the Panthers are dealing with some issues with Sam Darnold right now. He, uh, he's, I think he's getting placed on IR. He got hurt, so they're in need of a quarterback. Um, and they decided to go with Cam Newton. And you know, obviously the Panthers are a struggling team and they need some help. Obviously they have Christian McCaffrey, who's a stud. They got DJ Moore. Um, but 
they've really had some struggles offensively, and Sam Darnold has not performed. But Cam Newton's, you know, career could have been over. Uh, he didn't do much. He didn't even get a starting job with the Patriots. And do you think that this is going to ultimately be good for both parties? Uh, no, I don't. I think Cam Newton's career is over. I know he signed a deal, but I don't think he will do anything. We saw last year he struggled quite a bit against pretty much every team. I don't remember a game where he really broke out, uh, passing-wise at least. Uh, I don't think Cam has it anymore, and I don't think the, that he'll be a good fit in Carolina. I mean, when you can just check the ball down to Christian McCaffrey, though, I think it'll be huge for Christian McCaffrey fantasy owners, but I don't know. And I, I think it's more of a short-term uh, yeah. kind of solution for the Panthers. I think when Sam Darnold is back, he's... He, he probably will be the starter, be gone. but obviously this year the Panthers are not making a run for the Super Bowl. Uh, that's obvious, but I do. I would say I do really miss watching Cam Newton when he was yeah. you know good and MVP. healthy. MVP of Cam Newton, he was very fun to watch on that team, and I kind of a part of me wants to see him succeed a little bit just because I want to see some of that, but I'm not sure if he's able to do that. I don't think he is, but I agree. I wish. I hope he can because that was really fun to watch, and hopefully it does, but I doubt it. Yeah, he just might have to change his game. Like, back then he he was scrambling a lot more, and he needs to try to protect himself a little bit more with all the injuries he's had. Uh, Next we got – so, obviously, last week we we touched on it uh, last episode, but we had uh, in the Bears-Steelers game on Monday night, there was a crucial late taunting uh, call that was uh, made by a referee. And it, it could have it, it kind of influenced the end of the game. I mean, the Steelers could end up still winning, but the Bears obviously had a, a stop going, and they gave them automatic first down on a taunting call that was very questionable. But this week, the NFL made a statement saying that they stood behind the referee and the taunting call that they made. One thing that the NFL is trying to do this year is making a few uh, referee and like uh, flag changes. One of the things is they're trying to protect the quarterback a lot more, like with roughing the passer and all that stuff. Another thing is they wanted to really emphasize on taunting. And what are your thoughts on this, and do you think it's hurting? It's a good thing for the league. Well, I don't think, obviously, I don't think it's taunting. We talked about it on Tuesday, but I think that if you make, my biggest issue was the fact that he made the call after the player was walking to the bench. It wasn't during the taunting or during when he was staring at the sideline. That was my biggest issue with it. And I don't think – they didn't say anything about how it was a late call or anything. They just said they stood by it. I don't think taunting penalties are good for football in general. I think it's just a way to show your emotions, show your love for the game, and I think it's ruining – Not it's not ruining the league, but it's just not helping either. I agree. I think, I think uh, you know, obviously – all these guys are very competitive. I mean, their job is to uh, play football and play on a competitive basis, and they, everyone wants to win. So, and these close games late in it, emotions are in there. I mean, they're competing hard to try to win a game, and if they have a big play, uh, they want to celebrate and you know, kind of take out some of that emotions that they have. And another thing that I think about this taunting call is that it's just so uh, – it's very subjective and a judgment call. There isn't really a black and white on the ruling. Uh, like some penalties, and I think it's very—it's a touchy subject, and I don't know. It's I don't, I don't see the harm in someone, you know, uh, 
just celebrating or maybe, you know, throwing a little trash talk. I mean, I think it's good for the game. As long as it's not getting too far, you know, it's getting physical and stuff like that. But I don't see how this is really, you know, just like, I mean, what they're making with the roughing the passer, I see that. Like, that's a thing that they should stress on just because, you know, it's extending uh, these quarterbacks' careers. I mean, it's making sure that we don't have any injuries or anything like that. Same thing with targeting in college. Yeah, targeting as well. And they're trying to make the game a little safer, which I, I agree with totally, but this is not making the game safer. I think it's just putting the game more in the hands of the referees, and I think they should let them play a little bit more. I agree. But uh, now that we went into the news, we're going to kind of go over, look into Week 10, a little preview, and kind of talk about the notable games. I know this week there's a lot of uh, – I would say, like, heavy favorites, so there's not many too many close games. It's either, like, two shitty teams playing or it's one good team and one bad team. There's not too many, like, uh, like limelight games. But we'll kind of go over the main ones that we see. Uh, but we'll start off with uh, tonight's game, Thursday night game, uh, where we have Baltimore Ravens uh, traveling to Miami to play the Dolphins. Uh, I heard news that today that Jacoby Brissett is going to be making a start again. Tua is still in, uh, battling a finger uh, issue, and uh, he's going to be the backup today, but ultimately they're, they're going to start Jacoby Brissett. Uh, Ravens are coming off a win against the, the Vikings, a close game, but I think that the Ravens are going to win this game. I don't see – obviously Miami came off a win against Houston, which that was kind of a shit show, 17-9, to but I just don't see much on the Miami, how they can compete with – the Baltimore Ravens. I agree. Uh, Lamar Jackson's going to be way too much for that uh, Dolphins defense, and Jacoby Brissett is not going to be enough. Uh, the Ravens defense is probably going to have a big night, just like every other team against Miami. <laughs> I don't know if it's as much of two is hurt as they're trying to move on from him. Do you think they're trying to move on from him, or do you think he's actually hurt? I, I, I think he could be hurt. Um, I'm not sure what their, what their future is with Tua. Uh, they're kind of at a standstill here, and they're kind of at a dividing path where they need to decide. I know earlier in the season they were talking about uh, making a trade for Deshaun Watson with Tua, but obviously Tua is still a young quarterback, and he still could have some potential. A lot of young quarterbacks right now are struggling in the league, and that could, you know, as they get years on them, I think they could become better. But all around, Miami doesn't have too much weapons either, so I don't know if uh, we can judge too much on Tua. But I think that he's definitely a good quarterback, but I'm not sure if he can be a franchise quarterback. I agree. But, I think the same thing. But I think the line on this game is like 7.5 or something like that, and I think that uh, the Ravens are going to make that spread as well because I, I predict this game to be pretty uh, – I mean, for the Ravens to win at least by 14. Uh, I, don't, I don't see it being too close, uh, but – you never know in the NFL, but that's yeah. my opinion. I think the same thing. I think the Ravens win this game by quite a few. I think they win it by more than 14. I think they blow the Dolphins out of the water. So now we're going to move on to the Sunday games. Uh, highlight some of the noon games we get. The first one we're going to talk about is the Atlantic Falcons playing at the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, I think the Cowboys, after their offensive struggles last week, they came into that game, uh, the number one offensive team in the NFL. I think they have a huge bounce back week. I think they need to have one, especially after starting the season so well with what seven and one, I think, and then losing last week. I think uh, it's going to be big if they can come back because people are really talking about them as contenders. 
and they kind of let every, all their supporters down last week. I think they do have a big comeback week, and they win by more than eight and a half and cover the spread. Yeah, uh, Falcons are coming off a big win against the Saints, and in my opinion, I kind of like the Falcons a little bit here. They're a scrappy team. They're a scrappy team. They don't always come out with the wins because obviously they're a team that cannot perform when they're up. Uh, as we've seen, ever since they lost that Super Bowl against Tom Brady, they've never really been the same. Uh, I'm not sure what that has to do with. I mean, Matt Ryan is a good quarterback. I think he has talent there and he has weapons, but for some reason he can't lead his team to uh, quality wins or like when it's crunch time, he can't hold on to that win- the lead. Uh, but I'm interested to see how the Cowboys bounce back from last week. Yeah. Uh, they really need a win after that. And... They're at home against the Falcons. I mean, this should be a lock for them, but I'm not sure. Uh, We'll see how it goes, but I think it could be a close game. But next we got the Cleveland Browns uh, traveling to the New England Patriots. So obviously uh, the Patriots uh, are playing hot right now. They have a very good defense. Uh, They're scoring the ball. Uh, Everything's kind of working out for them. And the Browns are coming off – uh, they came off a big win against the, the Bengals, uh, kind of a statement win. But this could be a close game. I think this could be one of the best games this week, in my opinion. I'm not sure who's going to win. I think just because it's at home and the Patriots are playing hot with their defense, I'm going to pick the Patriots. Uh, but I think it could be a toss-up. I think it's going to be a letdown spot for the Patriots. I think the Browns are going to win this game. I say that because... The Browns play significantly better when OBJ is either hurt or gone, and now that he's gone for good, I think the Browns are going to keep start rolling again like they were before. It's uh, just so OBJ hard to trust back. Baker, though, in my I opinion. Know. That. But Baker's got some talent Especially there. Especially without but Nick Chubb, too, because Nick Chubb's Yeah, Nick Chubb just got uh, COVID as well, and they're right. still waiting on uh, Kareem Hunt yeah, to come Johnson back. Yeah, but Johnson played really good the one week he had to start. Cause he did, them around. but, I mean, hopefully he can stay healthy in this game, because if not – they're going to be hurting because they do rely on that run game a lot yes. on that offense. Uh, but <clears throat> we'll see. It, it could be a low-scoring game just because uh, sometimes the Browns kind of shit the bed and they don't score, and the Patriots obviously have a good defense. But the the uh, Browns go back and forth. They score 15 against the Steelers, and then they score I know. They're just a hit and miss. And that's, I think that's Baker Mayfield right yeah. now. He's just not consistent enough Mm -hmm. he's got the talent there and we can see that he's got the potential but I don't see that he needs to work on consistency to be able to make this team because heading into the year Browns were one of the you know the low-key kind of favorites to get far in the AFC this year you know it was Mm -hmm. kind of their their time they've kind of settled in a little bit uh, gotten some familiar familiarity between the the players and people thought that they were gonna pop off this year but so far they've kind of been up and down yeah. And uh, I think they can still make a run for the playoffs and they can potentially do good in the playoffs because AFC is kind of up in the air right now. But uh, this could be a close game. And I think the, the I think personally the Patriots are going to win. But next game we got is going to be the Bills at the Jets. Bills are coming off a horrible loss to the Jaguars. I'm sure that they want to forget that more than anything. And now they're taking on another what should be an easy opponent against the Jets. And I'm not sure what the outcome's going to be. Well, Bills kind of let people down two weeks in a row. They had a bad first half against Miami, and then they lost against the Jags. If the Bills don't win this game, I think it is time, as we mentioned on Tuesday, that they hit that panic button because the Bills going in were Super Bowl contenders, and now 
after losing to the worst team in the NFL, I think it puts a lot of question marks. But if well, almost worst team, the Lions are the worst team. Let's be no, honest. No, Lions are better than the Jags. I think if the uh, Lions play the Jags, the Lions win that game. Uh, I think so. I think the Lions win this week outright against Pittsburgh. We'll see. I think they do. I think they get their first win of the year. But I don't think I think the Bills need to win this game, and I think they need to win it by a long a lot for people to say the Bills are back. Yeah, and uh, Jets are gonna. I think they said Mike White is gonna be healthy to start this game. Obviously, he got hurt last week when they played uh, the Colts, and I think that definitely affected them and their chances to win that game. Uh, we saw Mike White pop up, pop off the week before, uh, having four hundred plus uh, passing yards. He was the passing leader in that week but <clears throat> we'll see if he's fully healthy and I don't know with the Jets being at home and Mike White maybe healthy we'll see if he's actually Mike a real White is a good quarterback well, I really do I think this is going to be a big test for him and be. I think this is a game that could potentially land him up maybe a starting job next year mm-hmm. or, or some team trying to get him but I think that's really going to be based on what the Jets are going to do because yeah. I don't know what their future is with Zach Wilson right now. Well, if right he now. keeps playing the way he did last week, I think he will get a starting spot, and that's good for the Jets because then they have a lot of uh, trade assets if they want to do that. But I don't know how much is left on his contract either, so he could be a free agent. Yeah, because things are very up in the air with Zach Wilson. He has yeah. not shown much this year. I just don't know if he's he's a very he's very small, and I just don't know if he's cut out to be an NFL quarterback. Uh, we'll, we'll see, but I mean, Mike White has performed well so far, so I think this is going to be a really. I, I'm kind of excited to watch this game just to be able to see him and see if the Bills can kind of bounce back and show a you know a statement when to to prove people that they should be their favorites now at least for the AFC. Uh, now we're going to move on to the afternoon games. First thing we're going first game we're going to talk about is the Minnesota Vikings traveling to Los Angeles to play the Chargers. Yeah, I think I think. Uh Chargers are struggling, obviously, the last two weeks, I think. They've had close games, but they're another team that was talks about a deep playoff run, maybe even a Super Bowl run. The Vikings seem to always find themselves in close games, but always end up losing. The line for this game is Vikings plus two, I think. So I think that Vikings... Or Vikings are favored right now? Vikings oh, they're plus three. Underdog. It's I plus gotcha. three now, plus two. Plus three, yeah. Uh, but last week I picked... Uh, I thought, I said I'm going to pick the Vikings, and uh, if they win, I'll keep betting them until they let me down, so then I'll never bet them again, and I think we're going to do it again this week, taking them plus three. I think Los Angeles is just struggling on offense, especially after that bye. That bye did not help them. I think uh, Austin Eckler's struggling a little bit, too. I think just the fact that Justin Herbert and Eckler are struggling, I know they'll bounce back just a matter of when. I mean, Justin Herbert played a pretty good game last week, but Eckler wasn't really as effective as he normally is. Yeah, this is a tough game for me if I was going to try to bet on who was going to win, just because it's very hard for me personally to bet against the Chargers because I just know how much talent they have and all of the potential they have on that team. And how how can I trust the Vikings? Uh, The Vikings always let, let people down. They always make it close. They can never finish a game. Uh, Kirk Cousins cannot perform in the limelight in the prime time. And, I mean, they have they have good talent. I mean, Dalvin Cook's a great player, and they have receivers. They got Thielen and Jefferson. Jefferson but I think it's hard for it would be hard for me to go against the Chargers uh, at home against the Vikings. But this could be a very close game, and it could be a toss-up on who's going to win yeah. this game. It could be just one little mistake or one penalty or one thing that could – cause one team to win 
And I think that this could be one of the better games this week, I think, just with how close it could be. Uh, but I don't see either of these teams blowing each other out either. Yeah, me neither. Uh, it could it could be a high scoring game, but I don't see a blowout. I think it's gonna go down to the fourth quarter and be at least like a one possession game. Uh, but now that we got is gonna move on. We're gonna move on to uh, the Eagles taking on the Broncos on the road. Yeah, last week the Broncos obviously looked good against the Cowboys. They started airing the ball out more, but the Eagles also looked good against the Chargers, I believe. I think the Eagles are in a great spot to upset a team after a huge win. I think the line for that game is... Broncos got to be a favorite, right? Yeah, Broncos are favorite. It's got Eagles plus three. So uh, I think the Eagles have a chance to win this game. I do like them covering. I think they kind of are in stride right now, and offensively at least. They're playing pretty good offense. And I think Broncos just started their stride offensively, but I don't know how long that could last. I mean, when you have a quarterback like Teddy Two Gloves, I don't know how long or sustainable that is, but they are ha- uh, getting Noah Fant back this week, so that's going to be a huge pickup for them. Yeah, I'm not sure about this game either, just because the Broncos obviously are coming out a huge win, and it's un- it was unheard of that they scored that many points against the Browns. They just are not a team that posts a lot of points. And the Eagles, led by Jalen Hurts, they're a team that can pop off and play very well. They're also a team... They can shit the bed, yeah. and they will play horrible. They'll they can't do anything offensively. They don't know what to do, and I'm not sure. You know, Jalen Hurts is a really good quarterback, and I think he's going to do good. But he's still waiting on that experience and that consistency, kind of like Baker Mayfield, in my opinion. Obviously, Hurts is a little younger than Mayfield, mm-hmm. but Hurts has shown the talent there. Especially, I mean, he's had so much trash time this year, yeah. where he's kind of shown uh, little tidbits of what he could potentially be. But they haven't been able to. He hasn't been able to piece everything together and keep it consistently for the Eagles. They're definitely a team that I love as an upset team, just because every week I feel whoever they're playing with uh, against, they could everything could be clicking for them and they could come up with a win. Yeah. So I think that's this is a game that I probably would be taking the Eagles over the Broncos, just because I don't know if the Broncos are that good of a team. I know they everything were clicking for them in the Browns, but before that, like we said, we. Their first three wins were against horrible uh, opponents, and uh, <clears throat> they have one quality win, and that was last week. Yeah, and I, I, I still need to see another game from the Broncos for me to believe that they're still a solid team. Yeah, and I think this could show potentially, but obviously, Eagles aren't a great, tough opponent, and they're obviously at home, the, the Broncos. But we'll see how this goes, and I think the Eagles do uh, end up winning this game. Next, we're going to finish off with the, lot, uh, the next afternoon game is going to be uh, Seattle Seahawks uh, traveling to Green Bay to play the Packers. Uh, news about uh, Rodgers. Rodgers is up in the air on whether he's going to play this week. Obviously, that's huge news because uh, last week showed us that Jordan Love is not ready. Uh, he's not ready to lead that team, and he doesn't have everything uh, clicking for them against the Chiefs. So if he makes a start, I don't think there's any way that the Packers win this game because Russell Wilson is said to probably re- make a re- return as well. So with Russell Wilson getting back to the Seahawks, this is a huge game for them. I think they only have. I think they're three and five potentially. I think they're yeah, three I and five, right. and this is a game that they need to win very badly for the Seahawks. I think they're a team that can make the playoffs, but this is one of the games that they need to start getting on the right track, and with Russell Wilson back. This could be that game that they need to get back on track. 
Yeah, I just looked it up, and the line is still Seahawks are uh, underdogs with at plus three and a half. I think that's just <clears> up in there just because they don't know they whether Rodgers is going to win. But. If Rodgers is playing, I don't know if the Seahawks are going to be able to pull it off. If he's not, obviously I'm taking the Seahawks. Russell Wilson's return is, I think, going to be big. I think I might take the Seahawks either way, especially if they're underdogs. I, I don't like betting against Russell Wilson. He's too good of a quarterback, but I also don't like betting against Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, it's, it's tough because... I also think that the Seahawks will win either way. Obviously, I'm guessing if Rodgers plays, it, I mean, obviously it's going to stay the same for uh, Seahawks are going to be the underdog. But if Rodgers is out, I believe that that will change to the Seahawks yeah. being the favorite. But the thing about the Seahawks is, like I said, this is a huge game for them. And the Packers are sitting at 7-2. and two, And they don't have too much to worry about or too much to stress, obviously, because they have the North wrapped up. Mm-hmm. So they're going to make the playoffs no matter what. But the thing that worries me a little bit about Rodgers is just because he just had COVID. And I believe a little bit that COVID takes a little bit to get you know, rebound before yeah. you feel fully healthy. So I think if Rodgers is still out there, he might not look 100% quite yet. So I think that even if Rodgers is back, Seattle does still win this game. Yeah. Uh, now we'll move on to uh, the Sunday night game. We got the Chiefs taking on the Raiders. Uh, so two things about this game. One, obviously, the Chiefs have been struggling all year offensively, and the Raiders have been going through everything on uh, off the field. So they're kind of two shit shows right now going at each other. But I, to tell you the truth, I don't know who's going to win this game. Raiders look good. Some weeks look terrible the other. Chiefs look terrible every week pretty much, but they're also the Chiefs and somehow are winning close football games. They only beat a team led by Jordan Love by, what, six points last week. I th- think I'm going to take the Raiders, but I don't. I think the Raiders are projected to lose too. If they keep winning games like this, they're always going to be favored, so... I might as well just keep betting the underdog in that game because I don't think the Chiefs can score. And I think whoever they're playing, if they can even score a little bit, they'll be able to beat them because that defense is so bad. Yeah, I uh, I mean, we're beating like a drum, but this is another game that I'm not sure about. And I think that this week, if I was making bets on all, like most of these games, I think it'd be very hard for me to be solidly like confident in some of these yeah. games on betting on who's going to win. And this is another one of those games. Chiefs this year... I don't know where the hell they've been. I mean, uh, compared to the last couple of years, that how high powered that offense has been, that they've been nowhere to be seen, and I don't know why people keep picking them as the favorites. Uh, they they have not proved to people that they should be a team that should be favored every, in and out every week. Yeah. And I think the Raiders at home win this game against the Chiefs. Yeah. I think that. Uh, you know, Raiders, obviously, like Tuesday, I was explaining that they have a lot of issues off the field, but Derek Carr is a really good quarterback. They have some weapons there, and I just think that the Chiefs are not the Chiefs this year, and I I, I keep putting my like my money on Chiefs every week, but it doesn't work out because they're just not the team that they used to be. Everyone's and ev- for that offense. I know, terms. but everyone in the, in their back of their mind, they, they, they think like, oh, this is the week that they're going to finally turn around. We're going to get back to what they used to have. But they haven't shown me yet. And until they show me, I can't think that they're going to win a game. Yeah. Uh, you know, they might win some. Like last week, I obviously picked them just because Jordan Love was playing. Mm-hmm. But, hell, they only won by six. Yeah. It was it was right there in the arms of the Packers to potentially win that game. And I thought that they should have won that by more. 
But I think the Raiders win this game, but the the Chiefs worry me, and I really want to see them succeed, but they haven't proven anything for me this no, year. Me neither. Now we'll finally move on to the Monday night game. Uh, we got the the Rams with their new acquired OBJ. It's going to be questioned whether he is playing Monday, uh, but they're going to be traveling to play the 49ers. So I think that Rams obviously are one of the favorites, I think, for the NFC to get far. Uh, they're coming off uh, a bad win last, a bad loss last week. I think they they rebound against the 49ers. I agree. I think this is one of the few games that I can say with confidence that the Rams are going to win this game. I don't know if last week was just a fluke or Titans. I mean, credit to the Titans because they just played really fantastic on defense, but I don't think I see the 49ers doing the same thing. I think the Rams win this game by quite a few. Yeah, I, I don't think this is that uh, good of an opponent for a Monday night game. Like, it could be a lot better matchups, but – I'm not even sure what the line is for that game. I'm guessing uh, it's... Nine and a or four. Rams it's only four? It's only four. Oh, for sure. I'd take the minus four for the Rams. I don't, I don't see this being a close game. The 49ers, I mean, they've had stints where they've scored some points, but I don't see how this offense can keep up with the Rams' offense. They can't. And I think the Rams are going to bounce back from last week, and they're going to blow them out. Yep. Uh, finally, we're going to end like we did, like we do every Thursday. We're going to have uh, two locks that we're going to make. It could be the spread, could be an out money line, or it could be uh, over-under. And then we're going to finish off with our favorite underdog that could upset a team and make get a win. Uh, rec- my record last week was 1-2. and two. I picked the Chargers to win or cover 1.5. They did. Cowboys did not cover minus 10, and the Bears did not win outright. But my f- this week I am going with the Rams minus 4. We just t- talked about that game. Obviously, four points is not enough, but it's just because they lost, and I think they have a huge comeback week. I think the Bucks minus nine and a half is my other lock because coming off a bye week and nine and a half points, Tom Brady. You can't just go. You can't go against Tom Brady that often, especially when they're playing uh, a team like the Washington Football Team, who struggled all year. And nine and a half is not that much for Tom Brady to win by. And then my favorite underdog. I don't know if we consider it an underdog, but I changed it from the Vikings to the Seahawks because I think the Seahawks can win outright with or without Rodgers. If it's without Rodgers and you book it now, they're still going to be underdogs. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember what I went last week. I know I got the underdog right. I picked the Falcons to beat uh, the Saints, and they ended up making that win. They almost choked it like a usual Falcons thing to do, but they got a last-minute field goal to win. But my two locks this week – uh, is going to be the Cardinals at ten and a half against the Patriot. I mean, against the Panthers, it's a lot of points, uh, but the Cardinals are a dominant team this year. Mm-hmm. I, I thought they weren't even. I know Kyler Murray's still up in the air, but no matter if it's Kyler or Colt McCoy, I think they're going to blow out this Panthers team. Panthers teams are struggling. It's question whether Cam Newton is going to play yet. I don't know if he will. It could be a little soon. You know, he's been he hasn't been playing much, so he might not be in shape or. Obviously, he's played for the Panthers before, but I don't know if he might still need to learn some stuff. Yeah. But I think that the Cardinals blow this team, uh, the Panthers, out. They've done nothing this year. They can't score the ball. And the Cardinals' offense is just way too overpowered. No matter who – I mean, obviously, last week, Colt McCoy led them to, what, 31 points? Yeah. They blew him out. So, either either quarterback, I think they're going to win, take the 10.5. And, and then my other is going to be – I know uh, you were talking about you like the Cowboys, but I'm going to take Falcons plus nine against the Cowboys. I think that's a lot of points. 
I think this could be a close game. Obviously, Cowboys are coming off a bad, uh, you know, a bad game last week. They could bounce back this week. But the Falcons are a scrappy team that they always kind of are close in there, and Matt Ryan can pull off a few uh, touchdowns here and there. And I think that I'd take the plus nine against the, uh, the Falcons over the Cowboys. And finally, my underdog, just like you, I picked the Seahawks underdog against the Packers. Right now, they're the underdog. Uh, Rodgers is up in the air whether he's going to play. So right now, if you're going to take the underdog there, you need to do it now because it's gonna it's at that uh, plus, four, plus four, minus four for the Packers. And just like you, I think that they're going to win either way. The Seahawks really need this win. Russell Wilson's getting back, and they're going to beat the Packers. So this is going to wrap up our episode three. Appreciate you listening, and we will see you next week.